Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Guardian. Mama! Mama! Arriba, baby! Ahan! Ahan! Daddy! Daddy! Look what I got for you today. You're listening to the opening scene of The Candyman, a film about a young Indian man who tries to come to terms with his harrowing childhood. The protagonist struggles to be a loving father to his son, as he's constantly reminded of his own father sexually abusing him as a child. Sachin, you know your father will get mad if he sees the child missing now. Just leave it there, beta. The Candyman broke new ground. In a country struggling to deal with a huge number of violent sexual attacks committed against women, this film raised the issue that has largely gone unnoticed or ignored. Young boys in the region are often the victims of sexual assault, and Insia Darawala wants everyone to realise that. So according to the current statistics in India, we are a population of 440 million children and half of that population is sexually abused. This is Small Changes, a podcast about how sometimes the seemingly smallest change can have the biggest impact. This week I'm talking to professional filmmaker and social activist, Insia Darawala. I'm Lucy Lamble. Hello, this is Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Nice to meet you, or rather virtually meet you. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. And thank you so much for making time to talk to us today. Oh, my pleasure. Nice Insia Darawala likes to tell the story about how she was born. It's funny. I mean, I have a headline in my home, uh, you know, a newspaper cutting which reads, Birth and Train Hits Traffic. Talking from Mumbai via Skype, she tells me that a superstitious grandmother led her mother to attempt to travel an hour and a half away from home when she went into labour, just to get to a certain hospital. Finally, I think the train took off and within like 10 minutes, she went into labour. So inside the compartment of the train, which was a ladies' compartment, we had a lot of women just, you know, taking out their saris, making up like a makeshift tent for the mother and you know baby to be delivered so i was delivered i was born on the train and uh, and i obviously knew my life was not going to be ordinary <laughs> and her life certainly wasn't ordinary she grew up in versailles 
a small city in western India. Her family struggled to get by, and India wasn't able to escape the fate that so many young girls in India face. She was sexually abused when she was 10 years old. And I don't want to make you relive what you went through as a child, but would you say what happened to you was typical of what happens in India day to day? So according to the current statistics in India, we are a population of 440 million children and half of that population is sexually abused. You know, ever since I made my film, which was 2009, it's been nine years now, I have come across umpteen number of survivors of child sexual abuse, boys, girls, transgenders alike. And it should be noticed and there should be something done about it soon. Much later, after the abuse, much later on, I had realized that what had happened to me was indeed child sexual abuse. So when I was young and trying to navigate this pain, it was a very solo journey. It was mostly done in isolation. Nobody knew about it. I didn't have a lot of courage to tell people about it because by that time, so much had changed inside of me. And so today, when I look back, I also wonder Had that not happened to me, would I have been a different person? You know, would my growth be different? And I think maybe, yes, the answer would be yes to that because I went through a lot of, you know, upheavals in relationships because trust was always an issue. I was a very externally uh, extrovert person, but nobody knew the real me because there was always something that I was carrying within me. If you ever disclose it to anybody, The first thing that you hear is, oh, but it was so many years ago and you were just a kid, you know, you have grown up now, you could get over it, just get on with your life, you know. So somewhere you start believing that, that, okay, am I making too much of it, you know, should I really just forget about it and then move on? And for the longest part of my life, that's what I did. Insia decided to write The Candyman when she started working in a production house in India. She found out as she was writing from her husband that he was one of the boys she was starting to hear about. Insia's husband had also been sexually abused when he was just five years old. So when I sat down to write, that's when I realised how you know, superficial my life was up until that point, because the first thing that came out was my abuse. So it made me realize that I was leading a life which by not being true to myself, because if when I took to the pen to the paper, if the first thing that came out was my story about a child sexual abuse survivor as a child sexual abuse survivor, it just means that that aspect of me was extremely dominant in everything that I was doing in life. And that's when I started writing the story. And the plot revolved around a survivor of child sexual abuse who was trying to navigate her own world by being a good parent. Now, when I say her, it started with her because I was writing about my story. But then you changed the key role in the film. How did that come about? Because at that time, I came across many men who were sexually abused. And when I started doing research, I realized that in the study that I just talked to you about, the government study, the percentage of boys being sexually abused 
was a lot more higher than the girls being sexually abused. And yet there was no film ever that spoke about it. There was no research ever done on it. There was not even an article that highlighted male child sexual abuse. And I felt that was quite unfair because here I am hearing men because they had molested me and sexually abused me over the years. And here I was faced with a very cruel fact that even boys were abused by the same men. So why is it that no one should talk about them and why is it that their story should not be told? That's when I decided that I'm not going to have a female protagonist for my film. I'm going to change the protagonist and give a voice to these men. I do believe today that unless we keep our boys safe, we cannot expect safety for our women and children in society. After the break, we'll hear about how Insia came to set up the Hands of Hope Foundation and why she's campaigning for a change in attitude when it comes to gender equality. We judge men, right? We judge men are bad. We judge men are rapists. Granted, but we are talking about boys. What about these men when they were boys? They were still in a vulnerable position. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Make space this weekend. Space for films about Chilean romance, plays about millennial angst, and poetry that makes you want to write poetry. Those new jackfruit superfood samosas, or not? A writer that's never been written about. The manager you might love and opinions you might not. It's your weekend. Make space to be inspired. Pick up The Guardian and The Observer this weekend. Welcome back to Small Changes. I'm Lucy Lamble. Before the break, we heard from Insia Darawala about how she became both a filmmaker and a social rights activist, advocating on behalf of both female and male survivors of sexual abuse. Insia has written and directed films about a range of different human rights issues, including female genital mutilation. After The Candyman was released, she set up the Hands of Hope Foundation, which aims to educate people across India about the dangers of child sexual abuse. Raju? One of the things you've produced since starting the Hands of Hope Foundation is an animation specifically aimed at children. Sorry, Didi. Can you tell me more about that? So, 
I made the film in Hindi because I realized again while researching that there are a couple of films out there which educate children on good touch, bad touch, you know, but they are all in English. So what the animation film does is it has used visuals that even if you are not speaking the language, which is Hindi, you can still tell what the visual is saying. And I run a program called YSR, which is your social responsibility, youth social responsibility. And I tie up with design schools in Mumbai and anywhere else in India. So I tied up with this organization called Pearl Academy in Mumbai. And I mentored their students. And with the help of the students, this uh, puppetry animation video was executed. And in this video, we talk about how to steer clear from certain scenarios. You know, we teach children how to be street smart and to be aware of their surroundings. Beyond writing and directing films, Insia has used the power of the petition to get something done about child sexual abuse. In 2017, she started a petition that eventually led to the Ministry of Women and Children Development in India carrying out a countrywide study on child sexual abuse. I did a campaign last year called End the Isolation and I had five men put a face to that campaign. Imagine. So we are talking about almost 50% of the sexually abused population and children being men and out of that only five decided to put their face to this campaign. But what I actually wanted was not just this photo campaign to be uh, standing out on its own, but I wanted a petition to accompany it. And that's where Change.org helped me a lot. And what they did is that they helped me draft a petition. The petition was directly to the Minister of the Women and Child, uh, Child Ministry, Mrs. Menka Gandhi. So the way it happened is that my claim was based on the workshops that I did with boys but obviously no government is going to just you know take your word for it and make changes in the legislation so they asked me to provide evidence what i did was i went back to my petition and on the petition i did an online survey with male child sexual abuse survivors what came back was 160 respondents and they gave their insights and their inputs after they took the survey so whatever I had claimed came to be true through that survey. And I presented it at the NCPCR, which is the National Commission for Protection of Child Rights. I was told that, you know, we are very happy and we welcome you to do this study now on a bigger level. So that's, that was a very aha moment for me because there has to be gender neutral laws today for children. It cannot be about girls or about boys. Child sexual abuse has to be looked at in a very gender neutral space. And that's what's happening. So I think the government has been extremely supportive and I'm really grateful to change.org, you know, for giving so much momentum and actually helping me through every step of this way, because that mattered a lot to, to me, especially since I had no idea how to go about it. Unprecedented anger over violence against women in New Delhi. Thousands of protesters clashed with police in December, following the savage gang rape of a young student on a bus. 
She died from her injuries. There have obviously been a, a series of, of awful stories that have come out of India with regards to women being, being sexually abused. Does that make it harder, do you think, for, for people to be sympathetic to, to what some men and, and clearly many boys have also gone through? Yes, it does. It does. And I don't blame them also because, you see, for a long time, and if you look at just the sheer numbers, you know, there are more incidents of rapes on women, more in- incidents of uh, different kinds of violence that's unleashed on women. So when there is a certain school of thought that says that, why do we have to fight for men? I, I do see where they come from. But if we are talking about gender equality, then that goes for irrespective whether you're a boy or a girl or the third gender. That has to be the dominating factor today. We cannot really say that just because women have suffered, you know, catch up with that backlog and to make that go away, we need men to suffer. We judge men, right? We judge men are bad. We judge men are rapists, granted. But we are talking about boys. What about these men when they were boys? They were still in a vulnerable position. They have never had the support. There are incidents which I know for a fact where boys have come out and talked about their sexual abuse and it has been dismissed uh, either as rite of passage or as a fact that, you know, it's very sad, but I've heard even women say that, oh, but you must have enjoyed it, you know? So that itself needs to stop. And has your work helped you and your husband deal with or come to terms with what happened to you as children? Um, My husband is still, you know, working on it. I think my progress has been a little more because I have possibly been working more on this subject than my husband. And, you know, I'm very actively involved. That journey of mine has kind of helped me cope because I realized that the more, um, you know, you heal others, you heal the pain inside of you. And that has been quite a nice catharsis for me and it has helped me cope with my own. I have a nice support system. I mean, I've now connected with people all over the world, you know, post my film and post my campaign last year. So that has given me a lot of strength. I have my breakdowns too, I won't lie, because it is not something that totally goes away. It changes you as a person. And in my vulnerable moments, when I do get triggered, then I just reach out to other activists who are working in this space and who have been survivors themselves. You're obviously drawn to these very difficult subjects. You've made another film around rape and social exclusion and you've been working very actively, I think, on a project now to do with female genital mutilation. What kind of society do you you hope your grandchildren are going to grow up in? What's next for India? I want a society, you know, where a child can walk out of home and mingle without fearing what that man is going to do to them or what is waiting for them around the corner. It's very sad when you have to train your children to be fearful. When my child was four, I was trying to educate him and my niece about good touch and bad touch. And we were going to this very crowded place, which was an exhibition. And I sat them down and I told them, you know, you cannot let a stranger touch you. If you get separated from me, you know, just uh, look for a point. Here's my number. I gave them all these instructions. And at the end of the session, I asked my son, I said, 
so did you learn what i said and he goes yeah we should not touch strangers you know i mean that innocence you know it it really floored me because no matter how much you educate children the reality is that they are so innocent that at some point they might want to put their guard down you know they might want to mingle with people and they should and that's the world that i'm looking for i'm looking for a world where there has to be no training given to children on how to you know protect themselves i'm looking for a world where i do not have to walk on the street and put my arms in front of my breast so that i do not get groped i'm also looking for a world for you know men to understand uh, women and women to understand men so that that compatibility you know which should start from the time a child or a man is a boy sustains a very very positive environment for all of our future generations so the cycle of violence needs to be broken first we need to undo everything that we have been conditioned to do we need to unlearn everything and we need to start fresh and i think that time is now if you liked this episode please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and drop me a line at podcasts@theguardian.com you can also join the conversation on twitter we're at guardian podcast small changes is produced by danielle stevens thanks for listening For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.